Welcome to Games Hub, a crypto talk show with investors, influencers, and remarkable personalities. Hello and welcome to Games Hub, a crypto talk show with our investors, partners, and remarkable personalities. I'm Konstantin Kogan, co-founder of Gamespad. We're excited to welcome a very special guest today, Arik Shimkarevsky, who's director of business development at Web3 at OKX. Uh, today, we're going to talk about how to survive the bear markets, you know, from DeFi to the metaverse topics. Um, yeah, really to have you here with us, Arik. Welcome. Thank you, Konstantin. Uh, it's a pleasure to join and thank you for the invite. Uh, happy to discuss uh, today's agenda and uh, kind of like have a friendly conversation about like what we actually all need to do these days to actually make it. For sure. For sure. So maybe just really briefly, you can tell us about like, how did you get into the, you know, crypto rabbit hole, like, you know, about your background. I know you've previously were at BitMart, right? You know, so maybe a few other things you, you want the audience to know. Yeah, for sure. Um, previously, I used to do listings and investments at BitMart, um, sometimes focusing on incubation. Uh, before that, I used to work at Paxful, which is uh, one of the leading P2P marketplaces for cryptos. It's been around since 2013. Um, worked there uh, for a year, so I think it was from 2019, end of 2019, um, beginning of 2020 to um, 2021. Um, it was a good journey. I learned a lot uh, specifically on corporate level in crypto industry. Uh, before that, I used to work at family office focusing uh, on M&A transactions. So the family office was specializing in commodities, but um, we actually uh, actually gave initiative on uh, getting more exposure to crypto. Uh, stayed there for like three years uh, before joining Paxful. And uh, my, my initial journey actually to crypto was um, through my... Flat, flatmate um, who was actually introducing me to crypto uh, whilst I was working uh, in the family office, and he actually he actually he actually teached me a lot. Uh, we've been doing some prop trading uh, slash market making uh, on smaller exchanges uh, back in the days, um, such as Yobit. I think uh, back then it was pretty big exchange, but uh, yeah, that's pretty much how I got into crypto. Interesting. From we actually have very similar backgrounds because I was also trading before and like speculating a little bit before I actually started to get the, the bigger picture. Um, so let's jump right into it. Listen, right now, you know, yeah, because of your experience, you've you've already seen previous bear markets, right? You know, and we started including like 2014, which lasted like for two years, and the second one 2018, right? Now we have like like at least in my experience like the, the the third one like 2022 it's very different from previous ones right so what in your opinion what is the the secret strategy to survive the uh, the current bear market I, I think one of the things and tips i would actually recommend to everyone is just to keep grinding and figuring out uh, the potential synergies on the market and using every opportunity you have um like in in particular in I think actually in 2018, uh, one of the key drivers for me was actually providing initiative in the family office, uh, which kind of like kept me inside of the crypto. 
otherwise uh, prop trading back then uh, was a really really bad idea well i fi just figured out um when i already got burnt but um you know i mean like as we experience uh things and then we learn right uh, so I think the, the key point here is uh, just trying to find uh, the synergies within your network or uh, in general where you can learn and actually provide value. I think for everyone, uh, every person is unique. Every person is able to have their own value at a certain company for certain uh, people. And um, that's uh, what makes things partially happen. Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah. So, so in, in terms of the, some of the innovations, maybe in DeFi, like or tools that you might be using, like, do you believe you, you know, maybe some of them can assist, you know, people to make more informative decisions, right? Right now. Yeah, I think it it all depends on um, the learning curve of the person who is actually uh, in crypto right now or planning to join. So for some for some people, I always recommend uh, just go and try uh, to trade, lose a little bit of money, learn uh, because otherwise it's it's kind of like pointless, and no one can actually uh, go in one day become pro. We all learn uh, every day, right? Um, the space is super 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 uh, quick in terms of uh, adoption, in terms of innovation. I think few things in particular to. Uh, point out here like in terms of infrastructure i would definitely have a look on is sign which is um similar to docusign but uh, pretty much on chain um you can si sign the contracts on chain um actually actual documents on chain on, on ethereum saying this one is uh, pretty good in terms of um the current product other things in particular uh there is a lot of tooling which actually helps people to learn. I would say um, DexGuru is a good one because um, they provide a lot of on-chain analytics and kind of like uh, summarize it, uh, not summarize it, but uh, add on additional layer to actually Dex aggregators in general, um, which is pretty good. As, I mean, there is a lot of um, coming up technologies right now, uh, which are definitely the having highlights, even like Blur, right? I think Blur, um, their model was, was so unique and they were able to gain the market share in NFT space like crazy within one week after the launch. And they, I mm -hmm. think it depends a lot on actually um, the team. I think like team is a key uh, and if the team is able to make, make the idea happen and deliver it, uh, that's where they uh, make the innovation happen. Uh -huh. uh, what are your personal thoughts? What What are your personal thoughts on um, any particular interesting infrastructure projects or DAX or NFT marketplace out there? there? Yeah, there are many actually that I use personally for some of the aggregators that help uh, to understand the the NFT utility or the volumes. You know, like what are how they're hyped or not. Um, you know, I, you know, we, we have our own that we develop as well, like, you know, proprietary that we don't even share right now. So, but I do agree, agree with you. So this is, it's all like about like, what, what is the angle? If it's a token or it's an NFT and from there you kind of try. Yeah, to yeah. Find, 
the, 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 the specific tooling that, that can help you. Um, but I want to ask you also from a different perspective, so things like, for example, right now, the entire, you know, crypto, like, finally got back to at least like a trillion dollar market cap, right? You know, which gave a lot of like hope and uh, new, um, you know, new breath of fresh air, like, you know, for the entire industry. Um, what sectors do you believe would be the hottest, like in the in this, you know, in this uh, year, probably? Yeah, I think price discovery, uh, both for NFTs, NFT space and DEX is still to um, be innovated a lot. Like uh, Blar, Blar is a good example of it, right? There is also um, another DEX which is coming up, coming up with um, interesting um, price discovery mechanism itself called Native. Uh, I think there is in general, like, there is quite a few things to come up, but in particular, hot, I think, would be on-chain analytics, AI-driven uh, um, AI-driven projects. So I have also preference like towers, like few DApps uh, in particular. I think DeFi yield is really good on um, analytics mm -hmm. itself, on-chain analytics, and DApp Trader. Actually, I think both of them share some um, features in common, but uh, they are a little bit different. So for example, um, DeFi yield, you can actually connect your wallet, right? Uh, your non-custodial wallet. And then you would be able to see um, which miscellaneous contracts you might have signed or uh, con smart contracts with uh, high level of risks, right? It all helps uh, users in our space to actually make more informative decisions in terms of uh, what, they, what, they, what they might be having at stake or uh, whether uh, this contract um, is a drainer, whether... Um, this contract uh, has some automation or stuff like this. Mm -hmm. I seen like pretty. I see. I see. I seen pretty interesting projects in the space. Uh, even though um, I think they still have like uh, they are interesting from the uh, mechanism itself uh, that they're using in their smart contract. Uh, but I think they're still risky. So, for example, um, in the gamify sector. Uh, the project called the rock game mm -hmm. um the idea there is that they have uh, 10 tokens and 10 tokens with the lowest liquidity will be actually um rock pulled and all the liquidity automatically will be transferred uh to one of the tokens so imagine it's similar to actual actual squid game right but it's not like squid game um token squid grade to token which was actually like total rug pull right uh i think uh this devs yeah. uh, already worked on pro protocol like uh caldao and rvlt which was kind of like interesting to see uh, yeah whereas a deflation deflationary mechanism was used for something else besi besides of uh total meme tokens uh itself and actually to invest into the project side it, it reminded me the the, the hilarious recent um, announcement from Justin Sun, who created you saw like a FUD token to to pay. So basically, an IOU to repay someone who uh, who suffer from FTT, right? You 
you know, so from FTX stuff. So yeah. I mean, and, and this is like, this is everything you have to understand about the crypto world, right? You know, so you're creating something like which is purely speculative, has nothing to do with the FTX project from a different exchange, which he owns, like Kobe now, and issue a token that is seemingly have to repay something. So there are a lot of interesting experiments. Actually, the one you provided is actually quite 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 uh, creative, I would say, right? By the way, on the DeFi yield uh, term, we talked with the, with the team. I remembered uh, one tool that actually, I don't know, I personally use and I find it very useful is Zerion. From all between uh, Zapier, DeFi yield and Zerion, Zerion so far helps me to find, at least on EVM chains, most of the contracts or most of the tokens, even more exotic one, the shit coins of the world. Right? So, I mean, and also the one that are staked which is pretty rare with other uh, contracts, you know, and also it accumulates, if you add several wallets, it accumulates the total value between the wallets, which is very useful if you think about it, because sometimes you just don't have it under your, you know, fingertips. Um, so again, shout out to their team. I think what they did is a beautiful product. Um, so you mentioned the sectors, like, you know, several sectors, which is, you know, like DeFi, gaming, um, last question before we jump to our audience, right? I want to ask you about the metaverse, right? So in 2022, the metaverse has proven to be where, you know, like strategic avenue for brands to further showcase their newest collections. I don't know if it's so Nike, if Barbary went, you know, like a swoosh or Barbary Minecraft collaboration. We have multiple today. Um, what's her name? Um, Paris Hilton announced that uh, uh, she's going to create a reality show in the metaverse, a dating reality show. Now, <laughs> not sure, not sure how it's going to work out. But again, people experiment a lot, right? So my question to you, how do you envision the future of the metaverse? Yeah, I think uh, that's, that's, that's a pretty good question. For me, for me personally, I don't have particular opinion on uh, the metaverse. I know that uh, it's all about uh, creation and destruction process, right? Uh, people create as uh, experiment, uh, they figure out that something is wrong, uh, they destroy some of the features uh, of the product, and they, then they rebuild. And uh, that ultimately becomes a better version uh, of the metaverse product. Um, in general, how I envision it, is um, actually you you're familiar that there is um, I'm thousand percent sure that you're familiar that there is like so too many games on the market right now right uh, too many gamified projects on the market which uh, actually some of them succeed some of them uh, succeed for a certain momentum um, some of them uh, never succeed so I think. It's all about figuring out the right way to approach and collect the data across different sources and aggregate it in one place. And actually to make uh, user experience as unique as possible uh, so that it'd be closer to real world interactions, even though I think like we are far, far away uh, from it. But um, just um, a little bit to add here, I'm actually thinking about uh, buying Oculus Pro. I think uh, they did a really good job recently. At this point, what, um, Oculus Pro. Oh, okay, the, the, the headset. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. They just released a new headset, and I'm strongly considering. Uh, I understand that 
might take a, quite a little bit of time. Uh, but uh, what I've seen from uh, the user experience, it was actually pretty good recently. So, okay. yeah. Good to know. So we'll maybe we'll meet we'll meet in the some kind of uh, VR experience together. Maybe we do some competition, friendly competition, right? Um, yeah, I, okay. I think actually All All Stars just uh, recently launched. Um, no, was it All Stars? I don't really remember the name, but um, the project uh, is actually coming from Solsi, uh, Solana NFT Marketplace. They just launched their. Um, metaverse uh, which is actually enabling people to have meetings uh, and stuff in um yeah. using using cool. oculus so I, I think there is use case right definitely but for sure we'll, we'll see i mean we can meet in elseverse also soon like you know so we can create our own experience as well um okay so let's jump right into the questions from the audience because they're patiently waiting we have different questions from youtube twitter linkedin uh, so let's go right into it. So Alvarenga uh, from YouTube, if I correctly read the name, I read on on-chain data uh, suggesting Bitcoin could be in in the later stages of the bear market. How close are we to preferable macro conditions and uh, up-only charts? <laughs> That's a good question, I guess. Uh, I, I wish I would have... Uh, Solid answer here. I think there is still um, a long way for the bear market, and we just entered the actual bear market, and we will see uh, definitely in the next few months, from my personal perspective, uh, um, worse economic conditions uh, in general. Uh, but um, again, this is just like my personal opinion, and uh, there is no exact way to predict uh, the. the price the price here or uh, what's going to be going with the market i think like well, uh, there is positive ones on the market which which is like is denver coming up right uh, for, mm-hmm. for example for uh, eth and also there is shanghai upgrade but then there is so many other factors uh which cannot be excluded which also affect everything so i think kind of like from uh is is the latest point of view for a particular um shift or a cert- certain micro macro condition uh we can say like oh yes uh, this is positively impacting the market but uh overall it's so hard yeah okay then you know that's an opinion i actually believe before the happening uh traditionally it goes up so i believe in early 2024 we might have like a completely different sentiment you know just because that's that's traditional what's happened two years bear markets one year the opposite um okay so blitz because it's a very it's going to be a loaded question so you're you're allowed to answer in a very short way okay <laughs> so, um ricardo diaz from from youtube is asking how did events that happened to ftx affect other big crypto exchanges such as okx <laughs> yeah i say th- i think um ftx was a good example um Good, good example and actually a good use case to show that there is a need for um, more decentralization, right? And I think right now um, a lot of exchanges uh, actually trying to enter Web3. Uh, we we um, 
envisioned it at the end of 2021 and part of uh, the rebranding of OKX to OKX was actually to empower Web3 and we launched a non-custodial wallet, which is which is right now uh, one of the best in the market itself. Uh, we are on, only one wallet on the market which can actually support 50 chains and seamlessly transition from one chain to another in comparison to others. Um, we have DEX aggregator, which is kind of like uh, trying to provide trustworthy environment and optimal routing uh, in between um, in, in, in between the chains. But um, we also have an NFT marketplace, right, which is also part of our uh, strategy to make it easier for users to transition from uh, centralized experience to decentralized uh, and we aggregate it from different sources, such as uh, X2Y2, uh, Luxrare, OpenSea. Uh, there is few others coming up soon. Uh, and uh, what is actually super unique for us, I think, like our Discover product, because in comparison to other wallets that there are on the market right now, um, usually, a disc uh, usually wallet browser would allow users to go to kind of like any website, um, Users can go to abc.xyz, right? And then um, get potentially hacked. For us, we actually um, whitelist the project side after we talk to them, after we talk to them, um, after having certain relationship with the project. And mm -hmm. users can go within their mobile and connect um, to discover within seconds. So I think it's providing pretty seamless experience. Also, um, mm -hmm. definitely one of the key drivers for um the event unfortunate events which happened um was um, pretty quick growth of um, ftx exchange and for us uh, we've been in the market for quite a long time since 2014 2013 and it's all about i think um, establishing the reputation making sure that uh, you are uh, working towards it and not gaining everything within seconds. I think like FTX growth uh, was unsustainable at the point where we realized that uh, uh, advertisement of, the, of FTX is everywhere, right? Uh, I guess you, you've seen it yourself, uh, yes, but uh, yes. No, no more particular comments here. Yeah, so 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 maybe I think really briefly, what what measures in terms of risk management were taken, and what do you think? Like you know, this this was a very famous trend of proof of funds, right? And of proof of reserves, right? To showcase that you have enough treasury to maintain whatever the debt, whatever the liabilities you have to make sure that you're not like solvent and you're secure, right? So just really maybe briefly on this side, because there there is like three more questions of a similar caliber. So I just prefer to ask them in one. Yeah, for sure. I, OKX actually was uh, the first exchange uh, which, um, issued the proof of funds with um, percent uh, with a percentage of uh, total assets hold and liabilities. So I think this was uh, quite interesting uh, in terms of the innovation in the space. And um, that, that's what we definitely did first out there. And um, quite a few exchanges followed us after this. Uh, but uh, we are definitely putting a lot of efforts uh, to help users to transition from CX side um, to decentralized and, and actually uh, 
show the importance of having your own non-custodial wallet on your own private keys and making the environment more safe. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so in terms of um, the other aspects of, you know, so, um, Mohamed uh, from LinkedIn is asking, what is the role of FTX's uh, downfall in the bear market, right? And it, does it appear like a dominant effect to me, right? So maybe on the other side that, you know, you're seeing from your vantage point, like, you know, what are those, maybe some good positive things happened with this? Yeah, I, I, I think like, obviously FTX event was a big tragedy for the whole market and, uh, I think for all, all the users who hold funds uh, on FTX exchange, it was kind of like a big accident. Uh, what I can definitely say here uh, on the on the positive trends uh, from uh, the negative event which happened was uh, that there is definitely higher activity right now on decentralized end, right? Um, you definitely can see that there is a lot of um, new coming ups, new coming up, uh, DEXs, uh, with their, uh, unique, uh, unique, unique pricing discovery mechanism. As there is, uh, definitely NFT marketplaces there, which, uh, are growing and not centralized anymore. And even, I think even centralized NFT marketplaces, uh, from other exchanges, um, are actually trying to, uh, make it happen. So they're going to be fully, uh, decentralized. So I think like mm -hmm. what we can see here is everyone is trying to focus right now more on decentralization, even on CX side. This is definitely a positive moment because I think CX CX yeah. is you uh, usually act as uh, initial point for the user to interact with crypto space or with Web three world or however we're going to refer to it, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it's all about educating the users. And uh, I think uh, the better you're able to educate the users on the need of uh, decentralization and owning your private keys and actually uh, using the DeFi safely or GameFi safely or uh, NFT marketplaces, NFT marketplaces safely, or in general, interact with any smart contracts in the space. That's mm -hmm. uh, really important. And, and and if you were to summarize, like, you know, Nakamoto found from YouTube is asking, like the Ethereum merge, what are the some other biggest positive events in the bear market? Because I'm sure we, we listen, last year we had announcements of Starbucks coming into, like, you know, with their NFT strategy back by Polygon. We have major, like, Google announced partnerships, like, you know, we have with Coinbase. We have a lot of other, like, amazing news, right? So the question is, like, maybe some other things that you can share you see. Yeah, we, 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 act, we, we actually, um, just launched a pretty positive event, I think, uh, for the whole crypto space, which is a mm -hmm. ticketing platform. And, uh, first tickets that we actually are selling right now is, uh, Tribeca Festival tickets, right? I think like mm -hmm. a lot of people are familiar with Tribeca Festival. Um, I think there is quite a few events which are going to be happening, uh, which are going to be impacting the space positively. Uh, one of them is uh, actually East Denver, which with a lot of small events uh, going around. Uh, in particular, we're going to be hosting pretty big event uh, focusing on uh, decentralization uh, during East Denver. There are going to be also um, event hold by Wallet Connect. Uh, it's called Wallet mm -hmm. Econ. 
uh, I think for like pretty big projects, they are planning to host something. Also, I know that Immutable is kind of like working right now on pretty big partnership on gaming side. So excited um, to see and hear uh, how how it all will merge. Yeah, that's exciting. Actually, I guess we're going to meet in East Denver because I'm going there too. So, um, yeah, that's definitely the, the, a lot of positive news amidst this, like all this, uh, craziness and the mayhem that we're seeing that, like, and it'll be sad if they would not be kind of recognized, right? You know, uh, so I think right now, like a lot of banks are actually, uh starting to in, uh, receive the institutional investors like you know getting more allocations to crypto and i'm not talking about like only in you know in the united states or we're talking about singapore germany many other like top banks multi-billion dollar corporations um yeah and brands are also experiencing the the metaverse place so uh that's exciting part um we're probably gonna there's definitely a lot of consumerization going on sorry for interrupting constantine just i want to yeah, say that there's definitely a lot of big partnerships coming up uh in the future i think like another big partnership was done by a uh, small smaller ecosystem recently which was um conflux Con i think conflux uh did a big partnership within uh asian brands similar to instagram i'm not familiar mm -hmm. uh I'm not familiar exactly with the name, uh, but Conflux, yeah, Conflux. It's ticker uh, mm -hmm. CFX. Uh, with it, I think it was like uh, in past three weeks or four weeks, but I think it was like it was partially pretty big event uh, in the crypto space itself. But um, from from the interesting point, I think like there is uh, also a variable, right? Who is actually working a lot on uh, a lot with traditional brands out there right now. Uh, I think uh, they have also quite a few interesting projects coming up uh, pretty soon. So, you know, um, I'm happy to see um, where we can transition and actually unite more um, in general um, crypto based experience uh, with real world use cases. Uh, like I know, uh, like Nike, right? Partnership or Adidas partnerships that they did. Uh, I wish Alexander Wong uh, would la launch uh, their NFTs. I think like a lot of girls would actually like this uh, kind of like branding and uh, the narrative out there. I think like there is still a long way to go uh, in our space, and any innovation is in general doesn't happen in one day but uh 100 you know there's definitely a lot to to go through a lot of uh ups and uh, upsides you know and downsides you know like and it's a it's a process right so we have to be resilient we have to be patient and um yeah that's that's sometimes also like you know the what's shown a long-term um commitment as opposed to short-term right you know what's differentiating speculators from value investors right so um, really appreciate, you know, your, um, your wisdom, Arik, like, you know, some things that you shared with us. Um, we thank everyone for joining Games Hub today. So we're going to see each other 
uh, in two weeks at 4 p.m. UTC or about 12 p.m. EST uh, when YouTube Live, Twitter Live, LinkedIn Live, all the all the possible lives, right? And we're gonna hope uh, that you're gonna uh, you're gonna see our next progress. We already did integration with Dexis with OKX. We are integrating their wallet, so maybe we'll have some more partnerships coming out in the future. And uh, stay tuned on the news on East Denver. Um, thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Stay tuned with Games Hub, a crypto talk show by Gamespad.